Good evening. Tonight we are going to be talking about rubbish. You're listening to the spotlight, and I'm not. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, we have taken our roulette formula and tweaked it a little bit, so each of our competitors today get two chances to pass per this game. And instead of using one topic and going around the table with that topic, that topic will be designated to the person that gets the number or has it passed to them. This evening, I am joined by Chris, Sarah, and Peter. You want to say hi, Peter? Hi, Peter. You remembered everybody's name. Yeah, I didn't stumble so much that time. Why is Peter the only one that gets to say hi? You you can say hi if you want. She's supposed to say hi, get you to say hi, Chris. Say hi, Chris. She's... She's Hi, Chris. She's failing you as a co-host, Chris. I'm sorry. She fixed the table, and now it's going to squeak. Well, you're not supposed to move the table. It's, yeah. well, it's the microphone. It's not moving properly. Well, you yeah. you, you got to loosen it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, stick your oh, finger in it, spread it a bit. You're fine. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Okay, right. so the three of them each have a D20, or a 20-sided die for the layman. Uh... Okay, so who gets whoever gets the closest to twenty goes first, and then we'll go uh, clockwise. What the fuck? Is that? Nine. Well, it wasn't me. Oh fuck! I got nine. I got nineteen. I got one. Okay, so Chris <laughs> goes first. Chris, give us Peter a roll. Failed. <laughs> Peter failed. He, you got a what? A one? A one. Peter got a one, so he got the. F- All right, let's see what we get here. Dun 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 dun. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, number fifteen. Uh, water parks. What's your opinion on water parks? Water parks are a filthy, disgusting thing. They are nothing but a cesspool of disease. Yeah? Every time I go to a water park, I literally, like, I I do, I will say I do enjoy going to a water park because, you know, Babe Watch. Well, yeah. And, and stuff like that. But, um, it's also, I don't like swimming, like. I won't go in the lazy river because, you know, everybody's just gone into the lazy river so that they can float down the river and take a piss. Sw- swimming trunks are horrible for hiding boners. Yes, the, they are. That's why you wear big baggy shorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, the, I won't go to a water park unless it's got water slides. Like, Do you it, go down the water slides? I have to go. If there's any kind of, like, thrill-seeking, like, I used to go to wild water, or not wild, us. Uh, sportsman's i think it was called and they had a water slide and literally it was a two foot water slide and a six foot drop like you literally just fell out the end of a tube at six feet down into the pool and like that was it they had other water slides like they had one called the black hole and you literally went down the water slide it was an encased water slide and then at near the end of the water slide you would go around almost like a toilet bowl and straight it was a straight drop down and then you fell into the pool yeah now, i went to canada's wonderland and they had one called the black hole 
And as soon as you went in the slide, you were in the dark. Yeah. The only thing you saw was the odd screw hole. You know what I mean? Like, and that was it. Yeah. So that's that's Canada's Wonderland. Uh, they it used to be called Black Hole. It's now called Blackout. Um, and they've put LEDs inside of it now. So it's almost like a really bad acid trip. You know why it's not Black Hole anymore? Anymore? Well, because my mom sued them. Yeah, I was I was gonna say something else, but you know, I'm being a good boy tonight. I, I so, did it to myself for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, <coughs> you you just gotta think like. I once got kicked out of a normal swimming pool because I had um, swimmer's foot, it was called. And that's what they, at least that's what they called it. And um, basically it's from swimming too much. The skin on your feet starts to flakes off. Yeah, it starts to flake off and it's actually really disgusting. Like you, you see it in a lot of older people that go to the pool for exercising and stuff like that all the time. And it's just just think you're swimming in a pool with other people's dead skin dead skin cells and yeah it, oh thanks now i need a shower a we, next wiener yeah. drips and yeah. yeah next i guess that's me that's you sarah what do you got for us what number eight my lucky number weirdo oh i can talk about that he's funny the end no i'm just kidding um Actually, he's one of probably the most underrated artists that you can come across because parroting, paradising, parodies, parodies, um, paradising. I'm making that word up. A song is is well, Matt comes to it naturally, but to do a whole song and just taking it and sticking with the chord, like sticking with the beat, sticking with like the general lyrics, but with change. It's the, not easy. The only reason I'm good at it is because of Weird Al. Because of Weird Al, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, and he's he's just a funny comedian. Like, I've seen some of his stand-up, and I liked his movie UHF, and it always makes me laugh because every time Colleen has, like, a poodle, all I can think about is that scene where he's throwing the poodles out the window. <laughs> I, I, sh- I tried to show River the Weird Al show. She wasn't having it. It was too weird. That says a lot for our kid but well yeah. it was the 90s right it was the gross 90s yeah. and it, it was not something that rivers down to it's actually gross to her because it's not part of her culture right like it was you know gack was the thing when we were kids and stuff but so. he I mean, he also had some original songs that were like comedic the polkas were always great because yeah, the they were always were fantastic they were always mixes of a whole bunch of popular mm-hmm. songs of usually like that year or within a couple years you know um wasn't the jurassic park one kind of his own though uh, no, it's a play on MacArthur Park. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'll never... Oh, f- They did it in uh, The Simpsons. Lisa did it in oh, The Simpsons. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Or, no, was it no, Lisa? No, I don't did? know. All I know, I know the song now, it's coming to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I always thought that was kind of an original because it, MacArthur Park's not a song you hear normal. But that's that's what he did. He yeah. took a song that was only vaguely known, yeah, and, then, and, and made it popular again. Yeah, no, yeah. but that's why I like him. Anyways, I'm done. Alrighty, <laughs> Peter, your turn. Seven. Shop class. <laughs> Shop class. Is that what you said? Yeah. All right, I've taken it. As a matter of fact, I'm old enough to have taken it so that it fulfilled one of my arts. 
Yeah, go ahead. Look at your secondary high school diploma on that one. It's going back a few years. Um, made a bat. Was really good with the rotor. Right, one of those things that, Lays. yeah. Lays, thank you. Like I'm, yeah, like like Sorry, I was the last time family. I touched anything like that. Um, he just touches wood. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, no, it was stolen. Someone stole my bat. That's such a depressing part for any child at that age. Um, <laughs> Pop. <laughs> um, however, yeah, no, it was pretty cool. You know, I got to look at the guys. You know, it was it, it gave me an excuse to hang out with the jocks because I really didn't have one. I I know this is supposed to be only a one-person topic, but like I took shop class and they made me do welding and I made a pipe. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I took shop class. I don't know if I ever finished anything. And the only thing I really remember from it, because it was in junior high, was it was like the second or third day of class. And we all knew that the teacher had a glass eye because the uh, belt saw broke, flung off, hit him in the eye, and he went blind in the eye and lost the eye. So they gave him a glass one. No, 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 no. We all knew about the glass eye, and that's how he got the glass eye. Yeah. No, that no, confirmed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. <coughs> he he wasn't shy about it. <coughs> so I'm in like his third class and he was one of those teachers that you're like, should you be around power tools? Because he, he wasn't the tightest screwed on guy, right? Like he, Tim Taylor? He, wh- no, way wackier. Like, just hard to explain, but I'm pretty sure he drank. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Day three. He says, now I'm going to take the attendance down to the office. You kids behave. And remember, I got my eye on you. And he took the eye out of his skull and put it on the desk facing the class and then walked out. Oh. I'm like, okay, so is he insane, guys? Like, wh- where are we on this chart now? Because that's that's pretty shocking when you're in grade seven, you know? So when I was in high school, we were I took shop club. I am in the mic. I took the shop class category and for two periods at the end of the night or at the end of the day and each couple like a month or so we would rotate. Um, so I did like machine shop, welding, drafting, auto, electrical, wood. Um, in wood class I made, a, I used the scroll saw and I made a whale and it was like supposed to be like one of those things you hang your keys on. And our electrical teacher wasn't actually a shop teacher. He was an undercover narcotics officer. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, but he liked me, and I was really good at wiring shit. And, and, and again, going back to the difference in, in just the educational system, because when I took shop, it was shop. It was strictly woodworking. If you were taking welding or mechanics or electrical, you were going to a trade school, right? Um, and, and like, and I know they don't exist anymore, right? But it's like, so so yeah, it's just that, those just weren't there. You just did wood. Period. Just wood. I loved it. I thought you did. Okay, I think we're all the way back around to Chris. Nobody has passed it to anybody yet. Dun 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 da. Nat one. Tornadoes. Tornadoes. Those are those twisty things that pick up cows, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like you ever been caught near one? Or? Um, so I actually do have a tornado story. Um, I can't remember the year that it happened, but there was a tornado here in Hamilton that ended up going down. 
Mount Albion Road, and it had picked up um, five minutes before the tornado actually hit. I was outside having a phone conversation with a friend of mine because I was supposed to be going to a house party, and we were talking about meeting up, like if I was going to his house or if I was going straight to the party. And I walked inside, and two seconds after I walked inside the door, uh, the table from three doors over, that was a complete like glass outside uh, table that you'd have patio set um, got picked up and thrown literally where I was standing. So it smashed up against the wall that I was leaning up against while I was having the phone call. And I called my buddy back and I said, Hey, I'm going to be a little late because, uh, some serious shit just happened. We just got some really bad weather down my way. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You're just making up an excuse. And it had actually ripped trees out of the ground. This guy had just bought a brand new car and literally it had 15 kilometers on it, parked it in his driveway, and a tree fell over on top of it. It was flat. Oh, see, and, yeah, the closest I've been to was like, I was up at my aunt's place in Markdale, and it was one of those tree rippers as well. Like, we went out, and they were down everywhere. We were lucky it didn't hit the house. It shook the house, but it didn't, you know, hit the house. But uh, we never actually saw the funnel cloud. But there was hail the size of golf balls to baseball yeah. size. And I'm like, that is freaking dangerous on its own. Guelph? Guelph. Oh, yeah, Guelph. Yeah. We just missed that. We went camping in Guelph, and Sarah's in the tent with the baby trying to feed her. And next thing you know, this crazy wind kicks up, and we're all grabbing the kids and whatever we can salvage and jumping in the cars and trying to hold down the tents. And. Wow, crazy. When I was doing landscaping two years ago, we were going to call it, we're going to call it one day and, uh, cause it started to rain out of nowhere, like just downpour. And as we were driving up highway six, you could see (coughs) the funnel clouds, like as you were going up six towards Guelph and we pulled over because the wind was so bad. It had started to pick up so bad that it was picking our trailer up with two riding lawnmowers on the back of it and throw, like, literally just moving it whichever way it wanted to throughout. And while you're driving down the road, yeah, okay, you know, who cares if you're in an F-250? Like, yeah. you're, at, you're at Mother Nature's mercy here, so. Oh, yeah, if you're going, you're going either way, yeah, you know. But other like, than that, just haul ass. Um, tor- Other than that, like, I, I've had some really freaky experiences with Mother Earth herself. So like, tornado to to have a tornado <laughs> touch down near me is like, meh, okay, whatever. Yeah, but they're usually uh, bring you know lightning and thunder and yeah. rain and that kind of stuff that you don't like. Yeah, I don't. I do not like any kind <laughs> of storm. I I am a chicken shit. So, but if we get onto weather, there's. If there is the weather topic other than just tornadoes, then I will explain further. Uh, I think it's Sarah's turn. Yep. <clears throat> Seven. Uh, uh, that's go. been done. So I, I, I'm no. I'm gonna go down to the other list and give me one joke. <laughs> one joke. I'm not good at jokes. Well, you still have <clears throat> two passes. Okay, hang on. Let me think. Um. Chris is like, oh, I didn't know that's a thing. That's a good one because you can reuse it. 
Yeah, I, I don't. No, that's not appropriate. Uh, I, I got one. Uh, I'm not passing it. <coughs> yeah, you pass, you lose points, man. I thought you said we weren't doing points. Well, it's a good way to keep score. If someone passes because they don't know, then. How do you make a? How do you make your snot dance? You put a little boogie in it. Whatever. See, I even told it wrong. I'm oh. I'm not good at jokes on the spot. I was thinking of a dad joke and I got nothing. Two blondes walk into a bar. You figured one of them would have noticed. Chuck Norris looked into a mirror and the mirror broke. Not because Chuck not because Chuck Norris is ugly, but because not even glass will stand between Chuck Norris and Chuck Norris. Okay. Peter's turn. They're hit or miss. Some of them are really stretched. <laughs> These jokes were Chuck brought Norris to you by wah, wah, failure. <laughs> no, Chuck Norris isn't dead, is he? No. 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 It's Peter's role. Oh, it's Peter's role, but he's pretty sure that Chuck Norris is dead. Okay. Chuck Norris is not dead. Skynet. Is it coming? Is it here? Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Oh, I thought we already touched on this. Or the next question should be, or has it already happened? That like, no, no, I'm talking oh, like a different civilization ago. And that we've already been wiped <laughs> out as a race once in our way back. But, you know, um, <coughs> Skynet, as described by the Terminator series, no. Um, the concept of it, yes. Right? Because... Uh, the larger of a population that we have, the more we have to have a social consciousness. And in a social consciousness, certain things have to begin to take over, and that's just would-be Skynet to form order. Other, you know, it, it, it's the constant battle we have in society against individuality and group it, group behavior. So, yeah, there it is. For me, I think we're not far off. Uh, you take any of the SpaceX stuff that Elon Musk has got going on all the way from like, you know, sending rockets into space every other weekend to, you know, getting internet to people all across the planet and all this stuff. But yeah, you mix that with current AI or future AI and yeah, we might have a problem. Okay. Where are we now? Whose turn? Chris. It's Chris's turn. It's Chris's turn. Hi. Oh, before we go any further, I have a funny thing to say, and I think our listeners will will find it hilarious. So, it hasn't been explained on the podcast, but Chris, my name is not spelt with an R. There is no R in my name, so the nickname, my name is actually Chiss. When I went to the hospital on Wednesday, I actually had two nurses fight over the fact that my name was spelt wrong. And they tried to give me, they gave me two bracelets, one spelt with the R and one spelt without the R because they could not and refused to accept the fact that my name on my health card has no R. <laughs> They're like, no, this, this even looks fake. Yep. <laughs> so on to my topic. 11. Sue Johansson. Oh, what a person that gets Sue. <laughs> well, see... I'm going to tell the, the group a, a, a little secret of how Mystery Matt done fucked up. So, my laptop that I bought specifically for starting uh. podcasts was getting full. 
Chris just ate an ash to the eye or something. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, so my laptop was getting full. I finished posting one of them, and I'm like, okay, do I need any more of this stuff? Do I have everything backed up? I'm like, yep, yep, got that, got that, check, check, yep, we're good, perfect. Everything was moved over to the backup hard drive. I go to the uh, editing files, the uh, project files, and I delete them, and they're like, okay, uh, because you're deleting this many files, it won't go to the recycling bin. Is this still okay to permanently delete it? I'm like... Okay, second last chance. Okay, uh, nope, that's everything. I hit delete. Three seconds go by. I'm like, oh, crap. I had a roulette podcast in there. So this is a re-recording of a roulette one, but with a completely different cast now. So, yeah, that's how that works. I done screwed up. Where were we? Oh, yeah, Sue, Sue Johansson. Jo. So I remember being 14 years old the first time I ever stayed up late and actually watched the Sunday Night Sex Show with Sue Johansson. And to be blunt, I giggled like a schoolgirl the first episode I watched because the way that she went into detail about... Oh, she's so blunt. Yeah, she was blunt. And the way that she went into details about things was, at 14, comical to me. And then as I got older and I would watch, like I learned what dental dam was and how you should properly use dental dam if performing oral sex on a female um what uh, a cock ring was and (coughs) the specifics of a cock ring um i'm going to go into some specifics here vibrators if we ever were but anyway vibrators what certain vibrators were for like your rabbits your dolphins stuff like that so I'm beginning to get an image, but for those of us who don't know, who is Scarlett Johansson? Sue Johansson. Who? Sue Johansson. Sue Johansson. Oh, she, okay. she hosted the Sunday Night Sex Show here in... It was a, a program the that was put on... The lady that always talked about dildos and sex and stuff like that. She had the pleasure chest. Wait. No, that's the American version. That, that was the American version yeah. of her. Yes, but in Canada, we got... She was an old. She's gone now. Purples and. Yeah. 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 I didn't give me much there. Yeah. I always just put Doctor Ruth to that person. I never saw them as anyone different, right? But so, like, the ed. As an educational standpoint, like I found it very as a an sixteen year old who was sexually active, I found it very um, educational because I didn't have to worry about going to my mom and asking those questions or going to an adult. Yeah, you actually and asking, could call in. Couldn't yeah, you, you could yeah. call in and she would answer your questions. My favorite episode I ever watched was a male. It was um, a husband who had called in. He was talking about um, buying a vibrator. He was he was saying how his sex life with his wife had started to dwindle and he wanted to spice it up and he wasn't sure how to buy a vibrator or how to go about buying a vibrator for his wife and what strength he should get and stuff like that. And Sue, literally, her answer was, if you go into the sex store, and at the time it was called the sex store. Yeah. It wasn't the love shop or the steak shop. It was called the sex store. 
in Toronto. Well, monster. <laughs> Peter forgot to turn his ringer off. <laughs> oh, I forget um, to do it all the time. But uh, she goes, if you go into the sex store, ask to see the vibrator that you, you think you want to buy and put it under your nose on your upper lip because on your upper lip, the vibration on your upper lip is the same skin and texture as the clitoris and that'll tell you if it's too powerful or not. And in all honesty, what horrible advice. Because the answer is really no. You talk to your wife and your wife goes out and picks the vibrator she likes. And if she doesn't want interested in vibrators, then you don't go out and get one. Actually, I think the best way to spice it up is the both of you go out, go to the shop, yeah. And actually find yeah. something that you both will enjoy. Which was what I was about to say, yeah. and Peter picked it up right as soon as he stopped talking. Oh. He's like, or you go together, yeah. So as as a female who mm, used to listen. Double-ended. <laughs> you went, well, well that's yeah, right. You both get a dildo, yeah. right? <laughs> so as a female who used to listen to it on the radio, because I'm older than you guys. and You're not older than Peter. No, but Peter didn't even know who she was. <laughs> well, that's, that's fair enough. It's because I would only... Because of the how old I was, I would only watch it when there was nothing else on late night TV. Because it was like, this is all shit I knew. It was all old stuff that. to me. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. So, anyways, for me, it was like, oh, she's making it. Because I was always told, oh, it's it's bad to masturbate. Don't masturbate. Don't do this. Don't do that. Um, and she kind of explained how actually it is good. Thanks, Peter. Um, how how it's not a bad thing. It's accepted and blah blah blah. And and ha- that women are allowed to enjoy pleasure. It's not just for breeding. And and as as a woman, she she offered that strong female um, aspect in terms of sex. And that's something that a lot of younger females, myself included, didn't necessarily have. Not and your topic. Pardon? <laughs> what? It's not your topic. I know, but we've already weighed in on it. I know. So, I'm just being I'm, a dink. I thought, well, let's give a female perspective. Yeah, yeah. Of it. I'm just being a dink. So yeah. Um, no, she was definitely iconic, and I think nobody's. I think it's sad that our generation, um, the next generation growing up, won't have her to guide them. Chris has his finger in the air. Yeah, and because of Sue, I didn't know that there was actually a female condom. Like it was Sue. Yeah, it was Sue that explained the diaphragm. Yeah, well, not no. There's actually a female, oh, female condom. condom. Oh. It's uh, an O-ring with a sleeve. On it, and she inserts it, and that way the man doesn't have to put the condom on; it's already inserted. So, yeah. like to learn stuff like that was, and uh, a Dixie cup and stuff like that. So, yeah. like it was, it was very educational. And as now, as a father of a young girl, I because of her, I know I if it comes down to it, where my partner's not around and I have to explain to my daughter, hey, this is how you use a tampon or this is how pads are used. I can do that because I was educated on it yeah. because of that show. Yeah. And because of other shows, you know what kind of gun to get when she starts dating. Yeah. Your roll, Sarah. Yep. Four. Oh, you got poker. Pass to Peter. Interesting game, poker. <clears throat> Don't play it a lot. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I tend to lose a lot of poker. But that's because I was raised more on Trump suit games, the opposite of poker. Um, so, yeah, it's not a strong subject for me in that way. Uh, however, that doesn't mean it hasn't touched my life. My brother, uh, Sean, um, 
I uh, actually ran a poker club here in the city at one point. We used his, his poker table for, yeah. for the sessions, right? That's from, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and he actually has been to Las Vegas and competed in the the big poker thing there. World Series of Poker. The World Series of Poker. Yeah. So so there you go. So so yeah. <laughs> not not as lost on it as you thought it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, so I feel like I'm repeating myself, but that's because I technically am. But the one poker game that I really remember playing, I, I never played a lot. I knew how to play it. Basically, you and I play it, Chris, on Grand Theft Auto every so often just for shits, right? But that's three, that's three card poker. Yeah, that's just, yeah. The, yeah. Anyways, um, but we were sitting around playing, you know, real poker. and uh, Five card stud or Texas Hold'em? It was Texas Hold'em. Um, so, wait, well, he asked... No. Oh, okay. So five five card stud is where you're handed five cards and you make up your your two a pair like two pairs. Um, the other one is the is your you hand you're handed two cards and then the the remainder five cards are dealt by the dealer. Is Texas Hold'em? Yeah. But they're dealt one at a time, right? Uh, you get your flop, which is three cards. Then you get your um river. There's two different buy-ins, and then the river. Yeah. Yeah, the river, and then your final flop. But yeah, so uh, the guys were getting together. I'm like, man, I don't have ten bucks to buy in tonight. And my, uh, what would he be? He's not my brother-in-law anymore because they aren't together. But my friend, my nephew's dad, mm-hmm. uh, my niece's dad. Um, he's like, yeah, ex-brother-in-law. I don't know. I'm not sure how that works. Anyways, um, he's like, oh, I'll buy in for you, man. No problem. So he spent 20 bucks, and we went around the table, and it was a good night. It was a long night on 10 bucks, right? We're getting closer to the end, and he goes, oh, I'm all in. And I'm like, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, why? I'm like, because everybody here at the table knows what you have except for you. What? What do you mean? No, man, I'm all in. I'm like... Okay, how much is that? Because I'm calling that crap. So I called it. I took all of his things. Oh, how'd you know? I'm like, dude, you you have your hand on the table like this. I don't know what you want. And I'm face up. Face yeah. up. He was actually more than face up because he was pointing them almost towards you, right? And I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. So then it was down to me and the neighbor, and the neighbor was getting mad at me because I took him, I t- took out, yeah. The other guy. The so I've got all of his chips. And he's like, no, I'm not going down this way. So he bought in for another five bucks. I'm like, oh, man, I just wanted to go to bed. We've been drinking all night, that kind of thing. And eventually I walked away. It was I, I had 55 bucks or something. Yeah. So I gave Buddy his 10 bucks back for the buy-in. I'm like, you want a little bit of my extra change? He's like, no, man, you deserved it. And I'm like, I'm like you pretty much handed it to me. Like... <laughs> Hayden's baby shower while all the women were at the baby shower us guys decided to hold a poker tournament at my house and I ended up walking away with $165 because nobody could read my face because I have such a poker face because poker face um he's got one like nobody (laughs) thanks Sarah for poking me in the face but like if anybody yeah anybody knows me they know like if I'm upset like I cannot hide my emotions when I'm upset 
But if I'm playing a game where I have to keep a straight face, I'm I'm very good at not telling what what I've got. And it's actually funny because even playing D&D, there's times where <coughs> I'll use my poker face and do something completely insane. And you can just see everybody's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. there was no way we knew that was coming. Like, hey, throw the midget. <laughs> Peter, down to your actual turn. Already covered. Oh, we already did 15, so uh, your opinions on Joe Rogan. This is going to be hot, kids. Put your seatbelt on. Podcast guy, the Joe Rogan. Experience. Fear factor. Fear factor guy. UFC. UFC. If he doesn't know, he can pass. I'm passing, man. I'm going to give it to... Who are you passing to? Well, it doesn't matter. Both of them know who this guy is. Um... Let's go, Sarah. She already, yeah. Sarah's opinions on Joe Rogan. So who is Joe Rogan? So I know Joe Rogan mostly from Fear Factor. I used to watch the show and he hosted it. And he had like contestants on there and they would do like things like eat bugs and lay in crypts of snakes and shit like that or jump from helicopters. Um, he was great on that. Um, I believe he was more like a commentary or something for UFC. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. As for the Joe Rogan experience. He's got a lot of conspiracy theories on there all the time. I know. And I don't really watch him. I did watch a few episodes because um, at the time my, he was a friend of mine. He was on the show protesting against Marineland. He's just a dick. And well, a dick gravitates towards another dick. So there's my opinion. I don't dislike Joe Rogan. You got to wait until your turn. It is my turn next. That's yeah, next, the but mic. you got to hold on. So, yeah, um, Joe Rogan, I've caught snippets here and there. I've never watched a whole podcast unless it was with, like, a really cool rock star or uh, the one I did listen to all of was with Dan Aykroyd, but that was because of Dan Aykroyd. That had nothing to do with Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan's hilarious. Uh, I, I got nothing against Joe Rogan. Uh, I feel that every opinion on the planet is a valid one. And we all have a right to it. Just like we all have a butthole. Yeah, I was just going to say it. Yeah. Everybody's got an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Chris, what do you got? Not one again. Which uh, is our... Wicca. You want me to talk about Wicca? No, you can pass and then everybody will be even again. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me filter through my brain of... Wicca, wicca, what? No, wrong. Error, error. <laughs> Can wrong he wicca. do it? Wicca is the basis of um, earth, wind, and fire, basically, isn't it? it yeah, it's, it's a form of witchcraft, which is not just your paganism and stuff like that. It's a different form of culture. I know it is classified as a culture now. Well, uh, thank you, Sarah. And on that case, I should just pass. No, no, no. I don't know. That's going to be a halfer. But no, you're you're on the right track. You're on the right track. It's um, just, it it is. It's a form of paganism. It's a form of paganism. It's considered in some cultures to be a religion. In other cultures, it's not considered to be a religion. It's considered to be a cult. Uh, okay. it has to do with like. Some people say it has to do with a lot of spells and stuff like that. Other people say, no, they're just more. 
See, they're more like meditations and Wicca, stuff like that. Wicca is different because a lot, some of it is spell work, some of it is not. Um, I think if Wicca is kind of like your basic. It's almost the same <coughs> as paganism, where it's about earth, it's about the nature, and it's about um, doing good. Um, they believe that karma. If you do karma, it'll come back like thrice back at you, kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> it, to me, it's a religion. It's not really a cult. It's an occult. It's all cultism. It's under that. Um, cult is completely different. Um, but, yeah, it's there's two forms of it. There's white magic and black magic. White magic being good, which is what majority of Wiccans are. They're, they practice in the white magic or the white, white um, spells and stuff like that. Where the black magic is more negative. And I it's just, I it wasn't formulating. Yeah, yeah, mine's even trouble formulating right now. So black magic is more negative, and and you most Wiccans stay away from that. Um, so yeah, but it's basically it's celebrating gods and goddesses as a whole, and you can pick whichever goddesses you, or gods you worship, and or whichever hole, <laughs> or whichever hole, I guess. But it's freeing. It's very liberal, and it's it's mostly. Um, it's about celebrating the earth and nature and magic and vibrations and feeling earth energy and all that. Your, your role. What is that? That is a one. Oh, we already did a one. Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Fuck. It's the stupidest game I've ever played. No, you got to give your honest opinion. I on. am you've, giving you've, my honest opinion. You've played it. I have played it. I said it's the stupidest game I've ever played. You've whooped me. I don't know why you hated it. Because <laughs> I couldn't beat Peter. <laughs> it always would come down to Peter and I. The few times that we did play in a group, it would come down to Peter and I. And he, well, he's a good player. He's he's very strategic. Um, it's a game where you really have to basically pay attention and to what your cards are saying. You have to really know how to read them. Mine was, I only got as far as I did because of pure luck. I I didn't really no. have a fucking clue what I was doing. No, it wasn't pure luck, sweetheart. You built my deck. Yeah. When we first started dating and I wanted you to get into magic, I went out and I bought a specific deck that I thought would be easiest for you to understand. It wasn't. You Little pre-made deck? No. No, he bought a starter no. pack and then made my deck from it. Yeah. It, it was like a pre-made deck, but with like 17 boosters and cards I already have put in. So like it was it was the groundwork just so I could get the mana essentially, yeah. <laughs> you know. But, <laughs> but, if you cheated and handed her a pre-made deck right off the hop, that's no. He actually <laughs> he made my deck. Oh yeah, I sat down, tore it apart, put it all back yeah, together. It took me like three hours. But I'd be like, excuse me. For me, it was kind of like okay, I can't get into this. I'm trying. I couldn't get into it. I found it boring. And but it, it's it was just a little too strategic for my brain. My there, brain. There is a lot of stuff going on with magic, and it gets worse every year because they change stuff all the time. Yeah, I just, I couldn't keep up with it, and it's just like, no, I'm done. My brain is strategic in certain aspects of things, but not when it comes to that kind of thing. I'm not a gamer like that kind of thing. I don't, I don't like Dungeons and Dragons. I don't like Magic: The Gathering. I don't like what's that thing with the things that you click. Hero clicks. Yeah, that thing. You, you do like the Dice Masters. I like yeah. Dice Masters. Dice Masters, for some stupid reason, was easy for me to pick up. And hard for me. But I also have Dice Masters. I'm kind of unbeated right now because nobody can beat my wrestling. That's because you cheat. I do not cheat, you asshole. You do. I do not. 
I just have better cards. You so, guys really hate yeah. Mickey. Before we move on, um, yeah, I've been playing Magic the Gathering since about 5th edition, give or take, in there. And, yeah, the, after the years, the 16 boxes of cards really takes up a lot of room. So, yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> Unless you've already started a collection, I wouldn't bother at this point. No. Um, yeah. So, uh, Peter. 16 again. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Hate it. Absolutely. And you know this, Matt. Hate it. Can't stand it. They are taking what I consider some of the best movies ever made. My 1950s, 1940s, 1960s black and white classics in the horror and sci-fi and creature feature genres <coughs> and have these stupid puppets talking over the movie at an important part when you all should be paying attention, right? Jesus, do you know, now, 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 just as a point of view, Nosferatu, in 1939 or something, right, there is this scene with the rats where he disappears into a shadow and they fall as rats in that movie. And they use the exact, when they redid Dracula, um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, they use the exact same technique because it has not been done better than that in 1939. So understand that these things are cutting-edge stuff that's occurring in these movies. These are movie history. And that stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid dumbass show, oh my God, <laughs> makes fun of these incredible films. Just, just, oh man, should be taken off the air. Period, period, period. <laughs> All right, on the other side of the coin, I've been watching Mystery Science Theater for something like 14, 15 years, give or take. Sarah's crying over here. But... Because Chris is laughing. Oh, yeah, Chris gets going and it's infectious. But, like, Sarah can even contest. There's been times where we've sat fucking down... puppets. Yeah, fucking puppets. But no, like I've even seen tutorials on how to make those puppets and stuff like that, and it's not a cheap affair. But anyway, um, no. Can I just tell this? Hold on. Let, let me. No, no, it's it's going to be about you in a second, anyway. Oh God, damn it! It's Peter's topic. I will give Mystery Science Theater one kudo. I know this personally, that as much as I love these classics, there's a whole bunch of them that Matt has seen that we can talk about. That if it wasn't for Mystery Science Theater, he would have never have seen even the interrupted version. And, okay, so that was one of the things I was going to mention, is that uh, for me, because they're done in such a time, like I was born in 84, right? So, like... I'm getting into the 90s movies by the time I'm able to remember them. And going back to like Nosferatu and even even some of Vincent Price's stuff when he's doing all of Edgar Allan Poe stuff, some of that's like, uh, uh, what? Oh, he's still talking. Okay, well, all right. But no, with Mystery Science Theater, the first time I saw it, I was over at a buddy's place. And uh, he's like, I have Mystery Science Theater, the movie. I'm like, I'm so confused because... Every fucking show is a movie. Like, how is this the movie of a show that's all about movies? Like, that didn't... 
So we sat down and I watched it. And so for one, the production value went up by like a couple grand. You could tell, right? The scenery got better. Their costumes got better. This kind of stuff. And I laughed so hard. I was fucking crying. So it was uh, This Island Earth was the movie that they were watching. And they go into these cryo tubes and they fill up with gas, which puts you to sleep so that you can go on this space trip. Well, when it fills up with gas, the guys in the audience, they're like, whoa, man, are the tubes melting for you too? It's like, oh, I farted in my tube. And it was like, I was done. I was done. I, but without those little quips, it was too slow moving for me. I needed someone to come in and just let a little burp, you know. <laughs> they weren't putting you to sleep. They were changing the pressure of your body because the pressure on the planet that they were going to was higher than the pressure on Earth, so you wouldn't be crushed. Right, is what the tubes were actually doing. Sorry. <laughs> so the one night... Well, actually. <laughs> so the one night Matt and I were trying to sleep, I think it was a Christmas night, so like... feet hurt so bad, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> so Matt puts on mystery science theater i'm trying to get sleep because we have a little kid who's going to want to wake up early christmas morning i'm already struggling to fall asleep because he snores and and she snores and i (laughs) you know this is before hot flashes and we're laying in bed i have my eyes closed he's got it on i'm listening to it because i also wear a sleep mask so i can't see the light and i don't remember what episode i think somebody was skating was it an old skating episode, something like a short in the middle of the film where there people were skating Uh, they they did have shorts at the starting of the film and some of the comments, I would just start laughing. I couldn't see what was going on. Oh, she co- broke her ankle again. Yeah. Oh, humanity. And I would be fucking dying. I wasn't listening. I was just listening to it, and I was freaking dying. <laughs> she's sitting there, and she's like, how the hell do you sleep to this? And I'm like, well, you see, there's only 519 episodes that I can easily access, and I've seen them all several times over again, so I've heard all the jokes. They're not funny anymore. Yeah, where I'm sitting but there, even I can't still, I'll I'm get laughing. one closer to the end of a movie that I haven't finished in a long time, and they'll get me with one. I've wakened up laughing. I heard the joke subconsciously and woke up laughing. Uh, yeah. No, they were funny. My turn. Matt's rolling a joint. <laughs> That's how we do. Ten. Dog breeds. Dog breeds. Uh, no lists allowed, right? Uh, favorite dog. That's pretty much what okay. we're saying. That's, so yeah. my favorite dog, and a lot of people hate it, is the any of the bulldog breeds, like American bulldog, English bulldog, French bulldog. I think the bully breed is such a cute and even though it comes from the pit bull, um, and that's how the the bully breed was started, if you go back into its genetics, um, I just I don't know what it is. Just looking at them because they're so ugly, they're so adorable to me. And uh, I once owned a bulldog. I loved her to death. My I miss my Susie now that uh, she is gone from us. But this dog was a rescue. I. I finally, when I finally did get to own her because she had been passed through three, four different families before I finally got her. Um, but uh, she was originally, when we first found her, she was left in an apartment. The owners of her left her in the apartment for over a month because we weren't allowed to enter the apartment. We didn't know she was in there because she was so quiet. <coughs> and when we finally got into the apartment and found her, she was a racist dog. 
um, which is <laughs> which is bad <laughs> because like yes, she she didn't. It was um, anybody with a with a strong accent. She didn't like strong accents, and I think it's because um, the people who owned her were of Jamaican descent and the fact that they had abandoned her and stuff like that. So um, they say dogs have no emotions. Animals have no emotions. I call bullshit Yeah. because like if that's the case, then why did this dog hold anybody that had that kind of accent? Like she just did not like them. She couldn't get along with them. Um, but when I finally did get her, uh, I had to fight her for my pillows. She would literally steal the pillow from me um, she would steal my blankets. Like I'm talking literally grab the blankets with her teeth and pull them off of me so that she was wrapped in them. She snored like an 80 year old man. Um, and if she farted, you better clear the room <laughs> because <laughs> she could take out a whole, she could take out a civilization. Like it smelled that bad, but, uh, yeah, she was, <laughs> she was 65 pounds and unfortunately when I got her her hips were starting to go um, I wasn't able to provide um, the <coughs> medical care that she needed that's why well most people can't yeah but I ended up giving her to my cousin and um, when my cousin because my cousin came over to visit me and she was like oh my god your dog is so adorable if you ever decide to get rid of her let me know because I'll take her and I told her okay I have to run to the store to grab milk by the time I get back, you need to be gone with the dog. Like, because I can't, I yeah, cannot I can't watch, watch you. you take yeah. Her, yeah. Like, this is a dog I've wanted. Like, this is a breed of dog. This is that I've wanted all my life, and I finally got it. But unfortunately, at that time, I could not afford to have the dog. Um, so uh, she ended up taking her. And the last two years of that dog's life, she went water skiing. To see a bulldog on water skis is fucking is impressive. And it's so adorable. Um, she went to the puppy spa once a week. She would go and get a massage, get her nails done, <laughs> everything like that. This dog, this dog had her own bedroom with bunk beds. Like she had mini bunk beds for the dog, and like <coughs> she had her own clothes, everything. So the last two years of Susie's life, she. Um, she was doing all right. Yeah, she lived very comfortably. And when she did pass, um, the day before they had to go put her down, they called me and asked me if I wanted to come see her and, you know, spend a couple hours with her before they had to put her down. And I turned it down because I knew if I went there, I wouldn't even, I would have kidnapped the dog. And I don't care if the dog would have been dead the next day or not. Like, yeah. I was not, I couldn't do it. But yeah, Bulldogs. Are my favorite dog. And pugs are close second. Okay. Sarah, your last can, roll. Let's see if I can roll last something roll. good that hasn't been done. Oh, fuck. Can I just re-roll? Whatever. Just roll. What the hell is that? The dot is supposed to be at oh, the bottom. Number nine. Number nine. Pee-wee. <laughs> oh, fuck. <coughs> Um, pervert. <laughs> First thing that comes to No. Um, I watched PB's Playhouse. It was on Saturday mornings, I think it was. And, yeah, it was a thing. I I was a PB fan growing up. 
<clears throat> I watched him in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie with um, what's her face, um, Christy Swanson and and Dylan. McKay. Okay, so to be clear, he got caught masturbating in a in an theater. adult theater. What do they expect you to be doing in an adult theater? I guess just eating popcorn. Like well, yeah, okay, so he's um, okay, perfect, might be a little strong. It's but. not like he went and watched Disney's Pixar Luca or something and <laughs> sat there and rubbed one out. And he's like, yeah, I'll make the monster wet. No, like, it didn't happen. I think Matt just took this one way too far. Well, because I got subjugated to it earlier today by oh, yeah. our daughter. She's like, here, watch Luca with me. I'm no, like, no, watch Disney Pixar's Luca. Is that what I said? No, you just said Luca this time. Oh. But yeah, River always announces it as Disney Pixar's Luca. No, I watched PB growing up. Um, I always wanted the chair. Cherry? Cherry. Oh. Cherry, yeah. Cherry, yeah. And I always thought it was kind of neat that he'd have people come in all the time. And I used to kind of go, ha! And my mom and dad hated <laughs> it when I would do that. <coughs> the word of the day, ah! Mom, I used to they do that stole all my back! Yeah. But no, he was part of my childhood. <laughs> Could I watch him now? No. No. Uh, River has watched it now, and she <laughs> loves it. She's like, Dad, this show's crazy. I'm like, yes, it is. Why? I'm like, because that's the point. She's like, what? I'm like, think of Pee-wee's Playhouse as Pee-wee's playing a game with inside his head, and he's created all these crazy characters. Oh, I get the whole thing now. Yeah, it's like I'm like, imagination. there you it's go. It's his imagination running wild, right? No, it. ADD at its finest. Yeah, ADHD at its finest. Yes, for sure. Eighties kids before there was. What was that thing that? Diagnosis. What was the genie? The genie. That 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 was uh, oh uh, oh it's was like it right just there. Genie? No, it was uh, Frank. <laughs> Nobby or. or Oh, God, I can't even remember. Hold on. Hold like, on. I can't even remember half of the characters. There was also something in the wall. The genie from Pee-wee's Playhouse. John Dixon Paragon. According to Wikipedia, John Dixon Paragon was an American actor, writer, and director known for his work on the television series Pee-wee's Playhouse. Jombie. Oh, Jombie. Jombie the genie. Oh, okay. Mecca like a high, mecca high, me high, me high. That's it. That's what I couldn't think of was the stupid saying. Yeah. That guy creeped me out. And yeah. I think it was mainly because I couldn't figure was out his how... his face painted blue? Yes. That's why it creeped me out. Yeah. But it, that, that's not what creeped me out. I was trying to figure out how the hell they got a floating head. That that was the thing. Like, I get the puppets. The puppets, you know how that works, right? Like, But, like, to actually see a floating head, you're like, now wait a tick. How'd they do that one? You know, it, it was... Yeah. yeah. Peter, your last roll. 16. One impression. Oh, good God. Um, Chris. Oh, he's passing it to Chris. <clears throat> I don't do impressions. Impression. Ah. <laughs> Hi, yo, neighbor Rooney. <laughs> no, not that. You did it. You, I, there's got to be a good one you got. The the only good one I have is my stitch, and it's really not as good as people. I, I don't think it's as good as people say it is, but it's 
Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind. That's pretty good. I like that one. There you go. All righty. Well, thank you for joining us on this wacky roulette. What is this? The second roulette? Yeah, and don't delete this one, okay? I'll, I'll try not to delete this one. Maybe next time we'll I don't want to get stuck again with like peewee or like something. We'll like add magic. more rules each time we play. How about that? Well, next one I think we're planning is Christmas roulette. Oh, yeah, Christmas roulette. That should be crazy. Bring your elves. All right. Have a great evening, everybody.